Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHGO Bulls Podcast. Coming to you live from our studios here in the West Loop, downtown Chicago. Happy Tuesday evening. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy, Big Dave, is BOW. BAWL B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. Our pal and producer, Joey Spathis on the controls. Did you see he gave me a behind the back cue just now? I did not. I paid no attention. What did you do, Joe? Do it again. He gave me, oh, he gave me that. Nice. To let me know it was go time. All right. Rocking the sweatpants again, huh? <laughs> yep. I thought about you actually today when I was putting them on, but, uh, you know, I'm unbothered. That is, you should be unbothered. That is one level I have not sunk to yet what, in the year and a half that we've been showing up at this office uh-huh. is wearing sweatpants to work. Now that I'm judging you, Joe. No, he looks incredibly comfortable. You guys yeah. should. Like, I actually too. think I'm like, well, the hoodie is a norm. Like, my, my upper half I don't think would change. Part of me is like, ah. It would be good to put on some normal pants once in a while, but yeah. eh, I'm also like, I remember I used to wear, you know, first couple times we came in here, I was wearing nicer stuff, and then I would always wear long pants, I remember. Yeah. And I remember mm-hmm. that first summer, our air conditioning kept getting fucked up and whatever, and I remember yeah. a bunch of people were coming in shorts, I'm like, wait, that we could do that? Yeah. <laughs> never, looked, never looked back Probably after that. We would not be here if that wasn't Which, No, I was going to say. I mean, we wouldn't be here, though. Yeah, bless you. You're wearing shorts again today, Dave. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. like like low or low fifties, high forties. Still good enough for you to be wearing shorts. I'm wearing jeans and have been mostly for the past yeah. several weeks. This is true, and I'm miserable. Yeah, he's <laughs> summer peg is not around. I, I do. I like, got my feet prisons on. Yeah, I got jeans on. Right. All of this is garbage. When the stash is out, that's when summer peg is gone. Like la- like Sorry. last week. I came from work one day. We were finishing up around, you know, like our show today is going to end at 630. So I'm going to, over to a friend's to watch football or whatever. That's a flex. Uh, is it? Is it? It's, it's a, a flex, flex to have friends that you watch football with? Yeah, to go to their house to watch their yeah. well, His apartment, his apartment. Flex. So I went over to his apartment. I was watching football. He's like, where are you coming from? I'm like, work. He's like, what the hell are you wearing? <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> Judging what showing, you're on, showing man. up to. Well, he was just he. It didn't click. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's what I. Well, this will like this is a normal attire. Maybe not, for, maybe not for everybody, but you know, Your for job's me, job's not real. <laughs> How dare you? Pretty much, they got to put on suits and ties and shirts and stuff. poor bastards. <laughs> not even that guy can't even wear a baseball cap to work. Damn man. shame, man. Speaking of which, the CSGO hats dropped. They did today. They did. Y'all got to get yours. The CSGO hats are here. They look awesome. They I think they nice. come in four different styles. Yes. There's like the the old man hat or the the, the dad, <laughs> the dad hat, hat, what they call it, hat. with okay. like the strap back. Uh, there's a trucker hat style. There's a trucker, yes. The, there's a golfer hat. There's the golfer, yes. And there's uh, one other one that I'm missing. There is one more, though. Uh, but is, yeah. it the snapback? Is, the it, snapback, is it a snapback? Yeah. Uh, that's probably the, the one CHG I'm going to grab. It does not. No, it just has the flag. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right. That one's a snapback one. Mm-hmm. I like them. They look good. Uh, speaking of things, they're really, y'all. they're really nicely made. Yeah. Like the inside of them, the the the, the it, like. See, your hat has a real cool like inside of the brim there, Matt. Oh, you like, mean the underside of the brim? It's very yeah, I cool. Ours have a like a cool repeating CHGO pattern. Yeah, and on then the other even like the, the even the liner on the inside of the hat. It's like it's a totally a quality hat. So, yeah. Very nice. Y'all check them out at. The CHO merch locker. Uh, I see you what's up, Chicago Fish? style. That's and very uh, very funny. Chicago style Jimmy hats. Very funny. I, I got you. I understand what's, what's it. a Jimmy hat? I understand it. <laughs> I, I'll tell you later. I got you, though. Okay. But I'm more laughing at holding my beer 
saying he's drinking a white claw mango and his name is Hold My Beer. <laughs> trying to put that together. I mean, Hold My Beer is easier to say than Hold My White Claw Mango. I don't know. I think that'd be cooler and funnier. Actually. No, that'd be a little funnier. No, because you're so used to when saying. I learned, oh, they they are not a sponsor of ours, right? Yeah, White no, Claw. they're not. No, they're not. Then I can say this: White Claw is trash, <laughs> and that is coming from someone who came around on the idea of seltzers in general. You did, and I enjoy and some seltzers. Yeah, I'm very because you were not in that. No, group at it was it was just, it was new. It was something new, and I was like, new. I don't have time you, for this. And you are you. Yeah, I don't I don't correct. have time for the TikTok beverage of correct, the future. I was about me. to say. I was going to yes. say. It surprises me. It's. I just found out that you like seltzers, and I was about to say it. it's so shocking to me that you like White Claw, but you I, don't. You no, White no, Claw White Claw is trash, White and Claw I think is, that's yeah. part of the reason. I don't like it either. White no, Claw is the first good. one I ever tried because it was like the first one that went everywhere. Oh yeah, I remember. And I was like, this is disgusting. Oh, and I was with you. It, yeah. I, that was a funny day. <laughs> that day was hilarious because I kept saying, "Man, why are all these people in here? Watch us do a commercial." Oh, they want us to get these White Claws. I was like, "Really? They're oh that yeah, popular? they made a shoot that yeah. like impromptu." Pitch commercial yeah, for White yeah. Claw. The funniest part. And I had to pretend to yes, like it. We were like, oh, yeah, we loved it. <laughs> Cracked it open. We drank it. We all were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold my beer said, I hear you. Hard <laughs> to find good beverages around here in Arkansas. That's fair. Know. You know what? I can't, you can't judge that. Man. It's Arkansas. Y'all, y'all ought to get, get, to get yourself some Benny's or something. I can't judge them on that, bro. Do they have Goose Island in Arkansas? That's a good question. Hold my beer. They have a Goose Island in Arkansas because they got them here. They got to. <laughs> we got them here. We're enjoying them. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, speaking of our awesome dope hats and other things that you should buy, uh, reminder, there are still some tickets available for our first CSU Bulls takeover of the season. Bulls Magic coming up next Friday, November 17th. Mm -hmm. We get pregame beer hangouts. Yes. We get a ticket to the game. Yes. And we get Immaculate Vibes. Yes. Come hang out with us. You can find uh, tickets on the events page of allchjo.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, great price, even better price for UCSGO diehards out there. Yeah, save you some money and come enjoy all of us. Joey will be there too for all you Joeys out there. Uh, he'll be in the house. But it's just going to be fun, honestly. It's going to be a really, really fun time. And that is the night of the in-season tournament. So you mm -hmm. get to see the brand new court that the Bulls are going to have as well as hanging out with I us. I am excited to see the the mm -hmm. red court I and see too. what that's all about. I do not care for the record at all about the results of this in-season tournament because yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it will be fun to go see the court. It is. It'll be a lot of fun to see the court, man. I just The Bulls doing something new with the court is something they don't do. So, first time. Yeah. One of a handful of, a small handful of NBA teams who for the first time ever have an alternate court yes. because of this in-season tournament. Yeah, so I'll be here for it. Sorry, hold my beer. I apologize. No Goose Island for you, man. Bummer. Well, I'm sorry. come visit. Come on, hang out. Come man. visit next weekend and come to the CSU Bulls takeover with us. Yeah, plenty it's of great, it. Great reason to. I promise you tons of it. Also, where in Arkansas are you? It's a great question. Is it Hamburg? Are oh, you, are you Scotty's, Scotty's hometown? Ah, nice. South Central Arkansas. Well, Tiny little town of Hamburg, Arkansas. Central Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Got it, Pippen. He's drunk. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, that's like the one town in Arkansas that I can name off the top of my head because it's Scotty Pippen's hometown. Wow, you're right, Little Rock. Li oh, right. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's where former President Bill Clinton is from. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So and yeah. also the state capital. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. That's like people say in Chicago, the state capital. <laughs> But I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe Little Rock, Arkansas. I think it is. State I think it is. You know? It would be my I, that first and my only guess. guess. It would be my first and only. I think it is. It would be it my first is, and only. It is Little Rock. Boom, There we baby. go. Boom. Remembering middle school geography right. and such. And guessing. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Yay. It works. Goose Island. It's Shout Chicago's out. beer. Mm -hmm. It should also be Arkansas's beer. Get on top of that, Arkansas. Let's go, man. Uh, all right. Uh, some fun stuff to talk about today. Will the Go Gottlieb, by the way, is off. He'll be back with us tomorrow for Bulls Suns Wednesday Night Hoops action. Uh, but today we wanted to talk a bit more about Patrick Williams. Mm -hmm. What else? Uh, who has played well uh, off the bench in these last few games compared to his first five games as a starter. Yuck. Wanted to dive 
even further into his career splits and how he's performed as a starter versus coming off the bench and the implications of what this might mean for Pat if this is, in fact, Billy's plan for the foreseeable future. Okay. Before that, though, I wanted to touch on one of those good old ESPN rankings oh, that come out. They love us. The annual rankings. They love the Bulls. They don't love us if us is the Bulls. <laughs> so this is the annual ESPN's top 25 under 25. Okay. You know, it's like Forbes 40 under 40 list, yeah, but yeah. instead it's young, talented basketball players. Joey will be on the Forbes list. Oh, you know Joey's mm -hmm. on that Forbes mm -hmm. list. 40 under 40. Jo Joey's probably on Forbes's 20 under 20 list. Oh, just gotten off the 10 under 10 list. Shout out to him. <laughs> Shout out. He's, he's grandfathered into the 20 under 20 list. That's right, grandfathered. Even though, is, right. Yeah. What, what, you, you, uh, 24th birthday this summer, Joe? This, this like, past summer? Yeah, I'm 24. Yeah. Always one more away from actually being able to buy rent a car. There you go. And still has a year of eligibility on the NBA's 2525. <laughs> it's never too late, Joe. It's not too late, uh, sir. Waiting for my growth spurt. <laughs> Just need a jumper, Joe. That's hey, it. man. Just As a recurring commenter uh, hanging out in the chat with us, Nugsy Bogues would tell you, you don't have to be tall to succeed in the NBA. It's true, sir. One of the best. I just like awesome. to think that that is actually Muggsy Bogues who hangs out in our chat from time sure. to time. Why not? <laughs> just like AK is AK. You know, we with that. Maybe Muggsy likes Nugsies. Oh. You, know? you never know. Why not? Why wouldn't he? You know Muggsy shops at Sunnyside. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Fair. Uh, yeah. Very Come fair. on. Let's Shout out real. to Muggs. Yeah, man. Um, so, not surprisingly, mm -hmm. no Bulls make an appearance on this ESPN 25 under 25 list. The top of the list is about how you would expect it to go. Luca making his final appearance because he will turn 25 later this season. Okay. At number one. Anthony Edwards at number two. Mm -hmm. Wemby at three. Okay. Halliburton, uh, who the Bulls have already seen this season, at four. Mm. Ja Morant at five. Um, that's a pretty daunting top five of under 25 talent. Honestly, I like I, I know you you are a big fan of Anthony Edwards, Dave. I am too. I marvel at what Anthony's uh capable of doing, and I think he's still only like twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Um but like we were just, you know, joking before we started, like Wemby should probably be number one on this list until he is twenty five. Yeah, seriously, dog. Like really what are we doing here? Because they <laughs> rank this based on future potential. That's how they define it. Yes. That's really interesting. Go yes. ahead, Joe. When I saw that it was ranked on future potential and then I scrolled down and I saw Luca number one who is a generational young player who's like MVP perennial candidate and, is, and he's under 25. I was shocked. Yeah. Like, how could it not be Wemby number one? It's crazy. Yeah. Which is still probably right that it's Luka, but like you're, it's, he's up there. Yeah. I mean, Luka is still young enough that he has, what, at least eight years of prime ahead of him because mm. assuming Luka stays healthy, the way that he picks defenses apart is not, in, at all involved with youthful athleticism or speed. Correct, correct. And he's 24. Yeah. Luca can do Luca things from age 24 to age 34. Yeah, it's the same way we talk about Joker. Yeah. You know, same way, like, the lack of athleticism actually helped him. Yeah. Because it's really fundamentally sound. And he does have some, you know, they. it's not like Luca don't have tricks. You know right. what I mean? They do cool things. It's just they're not flying through the air doing those things. Right. Uh, they're just disrespecting you on the ground. <laughs> so it makes, honestly, I think it makes it hurt more that the dude with no athleticism is dropping 65 on your face, like, yeah. like Larry Bird would do. So, yeah, I get that. I understand it. Luca's amazing. He's probably um, your lead dog or top two lead dog right now for MVP this season. Mm -hmm. um, so I get it. I mean, it's Luka Doncic, but, dude, yeah, Wimby. Like, yeah. I, I think they're just waiting on him to do something. But if they're basing it on future potential, like Joey said, there's no Wait, way. There's no way. Waiting on him to do something like 38 and 10? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, now, when I say that, I mean like all-stars and right, you know, okay. make those kind of things. When yeah. I say waiting to do something like that. Not, not actually showing right. it on the floor. Right. But those accolades, I think. Here's the one I got the issue with. Yeah. Halliburton at four and Ja at five. You think that's disrespectful to Ja? Yes, I do. Fair <laughs> I, enough. I definitely do think um, that's disrespectful. I, I mean, look at the team. Yeah. Look at Memphis now, dog. Without yeah. Ja Morant. W without Ja Morant, <laughs> that Memphis team is struggle bus. Ooh, struggling. Um, My God. 
Not right. The, yeah. So here's the little blurb on John ja Morant. Uh, in case you don't have ESPN Plus and, and didn't get to see the explanation of these top 25 under 25. Although Ja has continued to perform at all NBA levels, off-court incidents affecting his availability mm. caused him to drop two spots. After the eight-game suspension, Morant was again suspended for the first 25 of this season. If Morant can keep his focus on the court, development as a shooter is necessary to maximize his potential after hitting just 31% of his threes last season. Uh, that was from ESPN's Kevin Pelton. No, I don't. So, I, we're talking about a guy that we had as your dark horse for MVP last year. Mm -hmm. This is where, this was his potential. This is his ceiling. No think against Tyrese Halliburton because he's dope. Yeah. All right? But I don't think anybody had him in any discussion talking about an MVP. And no one's going to have him in any discussion talking about an MVP going forward, at least this season. Maybe next season, maybe after that, maybe. But Ja, you had in that discussion early, and you were discussing it his rookie season. Like, this, this dude's got MVP potential. Mm -hmm. That's what you said. You didn't say that about Tyrese Halliburton. And again, no disrespect to him. But I'm just talking, this is Ja Morant, dog. Ja Morant. Is serious. Right. He's not a joke. Bro. I, so the way that it's it leads me to believe if Ja were not serving a 25 game suspension right now, he would be ahead of Tyrese Halliburton in these rankings. I don't he know might even be, be ahead of Wemby in these rankings. True, I understand it. Any serving, he's a suspension. You best ability is availability. I understand that. I clearly get that. But no, <laughs> he's still Ja. For me, the biggest argument for me is the fact that Memphis looks like a turd. Right now, without John Morant on the team, that's the biggest difference. It's mm -hmm. John Morant and it's Stephen Adams. Those are the guys you're missing. Who do you think they're missing a little bit more? I mean, I obviously, John. I think it's John. Uh, I, I, I've always been a big fan of Stephen Adams. I think oh, he's a great no player, no and question. he does a lot for a that. Lot. Uh, if you look at some of the advanced stats of what he does with his screen setting mm -hmm. and his rebound, I mean, yeah, Stephen Adams hugely important to that Memphis team that won a lot of games last year. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's John Morant. You're talking yeah. all-NBA kind of player. Yeah. It's Ja. <laughs> um, the, the Before we move on, just the other thing that I, I was curious to touch on is okay. the back end of this top 25 under 25 to see if there's any way you can make an argument okay. that a name like Kobe White, or Patrick Williams okay. deserves to be ahead. Stop it. And there's a giggle from Joey. <laughs> yeah, right. Stop it. That's the alcohol talking. Um, that. So 20 uh, on this list is someone we just saw last night, Walker Kessler. Texas Ranger. 21, Jalen Dern of the Pistons, who we've also already seen and yes. looks damn good. Monster. Uh, Tyler Hero at 22. Whatever. That's because you don't like him. Uh, he's, he's dropping like 30-something game, man. Come on. Uh, so far this season, he's averaging 25.8. Yeah, he's balling. Uh, shooting 45% from three. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's it's a, just complete, <laughs> just a complete bias. Just a complete bias. I don't like Tyre Hero. I never will. Um, 23 on this list, oh, Scoot Henderson, who has had a rough shooting yeah. start to his rookie year yeah, yeah. in Portland. 34.5% from the field. you got to assume that that will improve. That's tough. Uh, 24, Keegan Murray of the Sacramento Kings. Mm. 25, Alperin Shangun. Is that your fantasy stud or is that Will's fantasy stud? That is mine that Will desperately covets. Ah, that's the, th there it is. There you go. Who, by the way, so far this season, Shangun for the Rockets. 18.5, and 6. Mm. Pretty damn good, man. I sit here and I look at the back end of this top 25 under 25 and no, I'm not trying to be disrespectful okay. or insulting okay. to anybody on this Bulls roster who is under the age of 25. Okay. If they did the next 26 through 50 of players under 25, maybe, maybe Kobe or Pat sneaks in to the back end of that Kobe. list. Kobe is sneaking. Do you, but do you think it's fair that Kobe was not? Here, yeah, as someone who's twenty three, incredibly fair. Yeah, it's, I agree. It's, it's I agree. Incredibly fair. I yeah. agree. I don't have a, when I, I was listening to the names and I was listening. I was like, he's gonna say a name that I'm gonna disagree with at some point, or at least I'm like, okay, I can make this argument right mm -hmm. here. Shangun, no, he's good. Durant, dude, we saw it. Yeah, know? and some of the high teens, just to rattle them off: Jalen Green, nineteen; Josh Giddy, eighteen; Jalen Williams, seventeen; mm -hmm. Franz Wagner, sixteen; Scotty mm -hmm. Barnes, fifteen. Paolo at 14, mm. Holmgren at 13, mm. Mobley, Tyrese Maxey. I mean, they're all legitimate names of players do? who are under 25 who are 
higher future potential mm-hmm. than anybody under 25 the Bulls have right now. Oh, you're right, Marque. Dalen didn't make the You're right. Dalen did not list. make the list. But he still got a shocking turn of events. You got, what, five years to make this list? <laughs> you got some time to it? You got time. You got time to get there. Um, if they make a G League version of this list. Disrespect. <laughs> keep growing, Dalen. Just keep playing, man. Just keep playing, bro. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not – I, I can't make an argument. Honestly, I can't sit and make an argument for it. We were sitting here talking about Kobe White's uh, shooting and people being upset in his shooting. Now, again, I wasn't upset at it because this is how Kobe does. Like, he starts off slow and then he'll catch some fire. Mm-hmm. Saw him in that last game. Caught a little fire there, 18-7, and seven, uh, and one turnover. Like, he's been really good, you know what I'm saying, as far as his turnovers are concerned. If you go look at his numbers for these eight games, I think the highest turnover rate for him was three. So, he's been pretty good. But – just overall, watching him this season, you can't sit and tell me that's a top 25 guy of, of, of a guy under 25 over yeah. the guys that, you know, have been named. You're right. If you go deeper into the numbers, like if you're going 30, 35, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah, we can start getting into it right there. But, no, like I can't put him over the young guys that, that have been named. And Patrick, I definitely right. can't put over the young guys uh, that, that have been named here. They're good. And, and, Mike, it's it's not the fact that the Bulls came up empty on this list of top 25 under 25 that's frustrating. It's when you zoom out and think about why. Okay. Because a lot of the names on this list play for teams that are actively rebuilding or recently went through a rebuild. Okay. You got the Rockets, several players on here. You got several Pistons players on here. You got Utah Jazz players on here. You got Oklahoma City Thunder players on here. Mm-hmm. Orlando again. Toronto. Like these are rebuilding teams. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that rebuilding teams have names. They have this, yes. In the top 25 under 25. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. Veteran teams mm-hmm. who are actively competing now are less likely to have a name or several names. On this kind of list. Yes. Because they are prioritizing win-now talent. Yeah. The giant headache and, oh, dear God, what hell are we stuck in moment as a Bulls fan is when you realize that the Bulls have no names on this list Mm -hmm. and are paying good money to veteran win-now talent (laughs) and are struggling to play 500 basketball. (laughs) <laughs> that's the part that makes me cry myself to sleep mm-hmm. for the last couple of weeks. Mm, I'm going to say last couple of years. Um, <laughs> no, your point is valid. Like if you're looking at that list and looking at it that way, that it's a very valid point. Usually that's, what's going to be on a list like this is a team that's rebuilding or a team that has gotten high draft picks, mm-hmm. like number one picks. The only for me, the only one that is up is because of Patrick Williams. And I'm just talking about draft pick, uh, numbers where he was drafted at right yeah that's the only disappointing one to me because i'm like okay yeah he was drafted for right there's a, you there's can sit there and make that a list mostly comprised of lottery pick yeah. draft talent yeah you can sit and make that argument now, i would be very accepting of the argument you make on that one because yeah he's number four i get it you're absolutely right uh if you're going to argue from that way everything else i mean you have to see how it plays out you know just have to see how it happens for guys Oh, uh, where's La, uh, LaMelo? Is LaMelo? LaMelo is number nine Number on nine. This list. Okay. He should be a little higher, too. 22 years of age. He should be a little higher, too, but I'm, I'm assuming because of his injuries. And uh, Yeah. Ahead of him at eight is Darius Garland. Zion is at Ooh, seven. Darius is ahead of him. Interesting. Cade Cunningham at six. Ahead of Zion? Mm-hmm. Wow. Between Zion and Ja. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't put Cade Cunningham ahead of Zion. I can't even argue the injury on that one because Kate Cunningham was out <laughs> like last year. Like he tore himself. He was gone. So like, I, no, Zion Williamson, I ain't never seen nothing like this outside of Charles Barkley. So, and, but he didn't have this kind of athleticism. Yeah. This dude can get 20 just because <laughs> he feels like it. Kate Cunningham is dope. Like I ain't saying he ain't, man, but mm-hmm. if I'm making a list like Averaging this. Averaging 23 and 7 times. <laughs> Pretty so damn far this good. season. Pretty damn good. And mm-hmm. he has a pretty damn good team as well. Uh, Zion is pretty much on him out there because Brandon Ingram's hurt. Yeah. Uh, now CJ McCollum, please get better soon, oh, sir. Oh, man. Uh, collapse uh, collapse lung? lung. Collapse yeah. left lung I'm for him. Uh, so that's tough right there. But so a lot more is on his shoulders. Yeah. And he has to, you know, take the brunt of a lot more things. Yeah. And he delivers at the same time. But 
Yeah, I, I would have him over Cade Cunningham, but I guess we just, you know. Speaking, speaking of the Pels, did you see that they got third quarter Joker the other last night? Ooh. Just the the Pelicans. They got third quarter Joker. Yeah, like they they had built a double digit lead on Denver. Interesting. And then just like Joker shat on the Bulls in the third quarter of that Bulls Nuggets game okay. over the weekend, he did the exact same thing to them. <laughs> Look at your joy. <laughs> Misery loves company. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure. If I gotta watch joy. Joker do that to my Bulls, it's nice to watch him do it to other teams also. That's fair. I can't argue that. That's third, very third fair. quarter. Nuggies are not effing around, man. It's the, man, dude, it's what championship teams Woo! do. That third quarter come around, they're like, "Thank you for coming." <laughs> <laughs> we don't care what you did. Damn. Oh, double digit lead. That's cute. <laughs> it's time to run your ass out the gym and get the ice bags on the knees in the fourth quarter. Yep. Like that's that's it. That's how it goes. That's how it works. So yeah. Feel better about that. You're right. It's not just us. It's the entire league they're gonna do this against, guys. And especially if they're not on that level. Yeah. You know what I mean? And obviously, as I just stated with the injuries and everything, yeah. they're not on that level. They're just not. But I don't yeah, but the list I don't outside of the jaw thing and maybe Zion, I'm not really mad at anything I just heard. Yeah. You know, Wimby, of course. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really just upset at it. But no. Kobe and Pat and Dalen don't deserve or Julian Phil, none of them don't deserve yeah. to be on this list yet. Yeah. They have not earned it yet. And that's, I think, the, the part, the only part that's upsetting to me is just realizing where the Bulls are when you're like, oh, yeah, did not at all expect any Bulls players to be end up, you know, end up on this list. Mm. And then when you think about what what else that means, mm. oh, dear. <laughs> um, all right, let's. We, we got to take our first break. He then we will come back and dive himself. into some Patrick Williams conversation. Speaking of top talents under the age of 25, mm. Mark K, I see you in the comments. Hi, buddy. Pat's still only 20. Shoot, 22? Did he turn? Yeah, 22. He, he turned 22? 22 in August. Oh, okay. I believe. Yeah, happy birthday to him. They've got three more years. Three more years to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> While we are sharing these words from our friends and sponsors, you know what to do, Bulls fans. Hit that thumbs up if you're watching along on the YouTube machine. Make sure you are also subscribed to CSGO Sports YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what, man? No way you get all that stress up out of you, of, you know, watching these Bulls games, even watching these Bears games. Go Bears. But it's stressful. Mm -hmm. I get it. Mm -hmm. It happens. Mm -hmm. Some people, you know, handle their things differently. What you should do is take your beautiful self. <laughs> Even after doing that, <laughs> take your beautiful self to the gym, to the Midtown Athletic Club, and work it out. Get it all up out of you, man. Don't work it out. Work it out. <laughs> That's right. Even if you're having those drinks, go sit in that sauna. Mm. You sweat that right on up out of you, man. I'm telling mm. you, they got everything you're going to need to continue to live an awesome life and look better. You want to look better for yourself. You want to look better for your significant other because, guys, she'll like it too. <laughs> you want to look better for everybody, you know? You want, you want to look right. And Midtown Athletic Club is the place to go do it at. Well, dang, that does sound right. Maybe I should do that. Yeah, you should. But, you know, they don't have a lot of locations. They got four of them. <laughs> Four of them things. Palantine in the northwest suburbs. They got one in the North Shore. Is it is it Bangkokburn? Bannockburn. Thank you very much, mm -hmm. Joey. Oh, that's oh, stopping grounds. It's uh, also, I believe, where Kirk Heinrich recently sold his multi-million dollar mansion. Oh, then I know it's Joey's. A lot, a lot, lot of bulls who buy houses in the wealthy suburbs go uh -huh. to Bannockburn. Bannockburn, where Spathis roams. <laughs> Just ask your neck of the All right. <laughs> no, sure. <laughs> Willowbrook in the southwest, southwest suburbs and the Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. It is stamped and approved by Matt Peck's sister. Stamped! Damn it. So you know it's right. The Midtown Palantine one has launched a multi-million dollar transformation of the club, which will be complete in early 2020. 24. So when you start those New Year resolutions, guess who'll be ready for it? The one in Palantine, baby. Be ready for you now. So you guys can lock in favorable rates if you join before the end of the year. Ultra premium brand. That's what they are. They got all the amenities that you're going to need, man. They got the arena, which is the high intensity interval training 
They got yoga. They got boxing. They got spin and cycling. They got cross training, man. They even got group exercise. Some people like working out with the groups. They got you covered out there, man. Over 100 classes per week. That is included in the membership that you get, man. Oh, amazing outdoor and indoor pools. And, of course, the Spathis favorite. They got the hot tubs, man. Mm -hmm. They got to be right. The super luxe locker rooms with the wet and dry saunas, because I love a sauna, and premium, premium amenities, all right? You ain't got to worry about nothing. None of that dirt over here, none of them dirty towels over there. None of that. Premium amenities. That's what you pay for when you get to an athletic club, and that's why I like athletic clubs so much. And, of course, if you play tennis, the best tennis courts in programming in the sport. Oh, outdoor and indoor tennis courts because it's getting a little chilly outside, but you still want to get your swing in, want to get your forehand and your backhand right. Midtown Athletic Club. So head over to midtown.com slash CHGO and tour the Midtown Athletic Club nearest you because it's the Midtown Athletic Club. Sweat it out. <laughs> you big tennis player, Dave? I used to be. Yeah? Yeah, I was, I was, I was pretty solid. I was pretty solid, and then I just, I just I didn't like it that much anymore. I I did one like part of a semester of high school gym class, okay, as tennis, like doubles tennis. Mm -hmm. uh, not good at it. No, doubles tennis just no. That's I I can that's tough. I can hold my own on a ping pong table. Yeah, but for some reason, when you expand <laughs> that concept to a much larger size, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I gotta run all the way over there to whack this ball back over the other side. Well, that's because you can't just go to the other side and grab a beer and chug it and then get back to the game. No, in hey, tennis, what, you don't bring a cooler to cold ones to the tennis court. <laughs> you don't bring your pins and aces beer sleeve to the tennis court. Why you don't think I'll play anymore, man? <laughs> it's, it, I made a decision. All right, I made a grown ass Fair decision. Enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, today's CSO Bulls Pod also brought to you by our friends at Empire Today. Mm. With Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience, the right products for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. Mm. Empire today is the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, they have copycats amongst their competitors. But those competitors can't beat Empire mm -mm. on quality. They can't beat them on service. They can't beat them on speed. Oop. All they do is advertise lower quality products that Empire doesn't even bother to carry. They won't promise the lowest prices uh -uh. because their products are better. Uh. The only thing their competitors can do is offer the lowest prices to come put garbage flooring in your home that they wouldn't put in theirs. And that's the true fact. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring for a variety of reasons. Their philosophy but is their, their philosophy is simple, though. Just help you find what you need and not overwhelm you with unnecessary thousands of choices and substitutes. What they leave out of their selection is just as important as what they put into it. Mm. Empire's product team exhaustively combs through thousands of product samples each year to find the perfect styles. Plus, they also have this awesome feature that they call the Virtual Floor Designer. You can use it on your phone, on, on their website. It's a great way to see how new floors look in any space in your home while you're trying to try stuff out. Mm -hmm. It's easy. All you have to do is snap a picture and then instantly see how different kinds of flooring will look in the different spaces of your home. Mm. <clears throat> if an issue does occur... With Empire Flooring, just call Empire. They service all of their own warranties themselves. Dial them up like Dave is showing you. You don't have to track down a manufacturer's phone number. Nope. It's all Empire. Yeah. And speaking of all Empire, flooring is all they do. Mm. They don't handle flooring and plumbing and all that other. Like, no, no, no. It's all they do. Nah, so nah. you know that you are getting the best quality and the best way of handling like that quality it. installation. I like it a lot. Schedule a free in-home <laughs> estimate today. All of our CHO Bulls listeners and viewers can receive a $350 discount what? when they use promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash CHGO for details. 588-2300-D. Empire today mm. nailed it man <laughs> nothing it. cheers up my broken cold bulls fan <laughs> heart like the empire today jingle 
It's one of my many, many jobs of keeping this man alive. Oh, man. <laughs> Whatever it takes, Dave. I'm here for it, man. <laughs> I'm here for it, man. Come on with it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, pe- people love the, the Empire. People love the Empire. They should. Jingle in the comments. And they should. It's awesome. How can you not? The jingle's just in your head. It's, I mean, it's, it's always been there. Seriously, man. In my heart, too. In your- <laughs> Uh, so bridging our conversation about the NBA's top 25 under 25, okay. let us now talk about someone omitted from that list, Patrick Williams. Hello, Patrick. Uh, Dave, I know you wanted to kind of take a little bit of a closer look at what we've seen from Pat starting and since he shifted to his reserve role so far this season. So take that away. Yeah. Uh, Joe, could you throw up those numbers, please, for me, if you don't mind, when you get your thing correct. If you checked off those numbers there, that's the first five is Patrick all starting. Those are him starting. <laughs> those are starting numbers, all right? So four points, four points, three rebounds. But, of course, what jumps out at you is the 26% from the field. Not and, great, Bob. And the 12% from three, but with the three attempts, still shooting that horribly. Like, it's, it's like, damn. Something was broken, all right? Something was wrong. He goes to the bench, back to what he knows. You know what he understands, how he got drafted. Last three games, even off the bench, he's playing more minutes. <laughs> All right? Let's start there. And, of course, a lot of that is in because of the last game when um, Torrey Craig had five fouls. Mm-hmm. So he got some more minutes there. But still, more minutes off the bench is still more minutes off the bench. And more points and more rebounds. And the field goal percentage, wow, that's normal. All right, that is a normal field goal percentage, but it's it's still below normal. Still below, but but for, but, but, but it's off, not twenty six and twelve, which is not normal by any stretch of the imagination. But what jumps out at is the thirty three percent from the three point line. Now he was the guy we know to be close to forties, above so, forty, yeah, even above forty. But for him to get back to that thirty three, and the way he's taking those threes. Is, is a good thing. And doing it, look at that, on more attempts from the three-point line, man. That is important to me when I saw that. All the difference is, man, it just feels like confidence. Honestly, that just really feels like confidence and Pat not being in his head about stuff. He just feels more comfortable coming off the bench right now. Now, I, pers- I, I was an advocate of him starting. But every time I would tell you, he start, I was like, but if it ain't working and he ain't comfortable, then take his ass out and put him on the bench. I have no problem with this, but he seems to be more comfortable, at least in these last three games. I don't know what's switching for him mentally, but it feels like it's working for him more. Yes, he needs the ball in his hand. We know this. Patrick mm-hmm. Williams needs the ball in his hand to be more effective. That was never the argument when we would talk about Pat. It was the fact that even if you don't have the ball in the hands, that still shouldn't mean you're not doing something. Right. So it's the fact, but it seems like in his head – I've got to have the ball in my hands if I'm going to be doing anything. Because he, is, I see him crashing the glass, Matt. I see him blocking shots. The help defense that I watch him do has changed. Uh, him even having the gall to put the ball on the floor and go to the bucket, knowing he's not a great dribbler or has a go-to move. But him doing that more in this uh, time of him off the bench, I've seen it more. The confidence of the three-point shot. We see him hesitate on a three-point shot. The next few plays down – He's pulling up from 30. <laughs> we saw him do it last game. The man just confidently, mm-hmm. wop, stroked it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it was nothing. This is all positive stuff. So, if this is what he needed to get something out of Patrick Williams, because at this point, the bar is down there on the ground about what we wanted from Patrick Williams. So, for him to actually start doing some things and being like, okay, this feels more comfortable for me, I'm completely with it. I'm glad it feels like he's coming out of that muck and that mire, and he's found a home right now on the bench, being that number two, number three option for them off the bench. Uh, People chiming in in the comments. um, Master King Ed said, Pat's not getting the same type of opportunities as those other guys. Our guy Marquette chiming in with a retort saying, that's because he's not as good as them. (laughs) I think it's hard to deny that at this point. Uh, Gio saying he wants to see Pat continuing to play off the bench if it is resulting in better productivity. That's it. Uh, Larry, touching on that confidence that you were just talking about, Dave, with Pat. And look, I mean, if, if you're going to launch more threes as a bench player than you are as a starter, that, that 
to me, that speaks to some sort of confidence yes, issue. Without a question. Um, and look, I mean, these numbers, the in his five games as a starter, those were laughably atrocious. <laughs> Sad. He shot 26% from the field. 12 from 12% three. from three. 12. That's Chris Dunn shit. <laughs> that's, Even Chris Dunn will look and say, damn, that's bad. That is Chris Dunn shit. <laughs> My goodness. Um, Man. And look, it, it is a modest sample of a modest improvement yeah. if you're talking about Pat here on these three games off the bench. Yeah. But maybe it's the start of hopefully something bigger and better with Pat if mm -hmm. he does become more comfortable in this role. And if you expand this to Pat's entire NBA career so far, uh, to me, it gets even more interesting because theoretically – you should be more comfortable in a role that you have played more often mm. and more frequently, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your comfort zone. Pat has primarily, despite his youth and his inexperience, to youth. been a starter. Yeah. He's gotten relegated to a bench role a couple of times in the first four seasons of his career. 150 games played as a starter compared to 28 off the bench mm. that's how big the disparity is mm. when i went back and looked i was surprised i thought it may have been close not like closer to 50 50 because i know he's primarily been a starter but yeah. 150 starts and 28 games off the bench mm -hmm. that is a starting nba player who occasionally comes off the bench yep yep and now are we learning that actually what pat's comfortable with and pat is more capable of being in a positive impact kind of way is not a starter, but a bench player. Mm. And I would say more so, I'm, I think I'm just going to liken it to this year. Because uh, the other years when he was starting, I at least saw him actually shoot the ball well. You know what I mean? Like, we could argue all day about, you know, the heart and fire and all the other stuff he, that we saw the past couple years, him not going for him. The shooting is what he was good at. <laughs> like, it was like, that was it. Like, if he was going to give you nothing else, he was going to give you three, four attempts and hit about two of them. Mm -hmm. And we were going to be cool with that, mm -hmm. right? 12. <laughs> 12%, bro. Like, just bad, man. Like, I, I, that's what you can't sit and, and wrap your head around, at least for me. I couldn't sit and wrap my head. I'm like, okay, something's really, really wrong here. Something's really, really broken because something's not connecting. So now he's on the bench, and it feels like he's understanding things more, or he feels a little more into you know the game when he's watching. You remember the look on his face that, that went around, that picture of him that went around mm -hmm. of him just looking depressed, mm -hmm. you know, and sad. Something was up, man. Something was broken within him, and it needed to be fixed by him going back to his roots. I think going back to the bench and getting it like that. Now we got to see it against these teams, though, and this is why I like this so much too, Matt. It's because we're not, we don't have to wait around to find out if this is really the case for him as far as him being on the bench or not uh, being the case because you can sit and say, oh, it's against the Utah Jazz. You know, oh, Brooklyn, come back. You know what I mean? Like, you can argue that. But the fact that they got these 20 games and one of the toughest schedules uh, mm -hmm. in the NBA upcoming because you got some teams coming at your ass. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, really soon. Matter of fact, starting tomorrow, you know, you got a team coming at you. you Bradley Beal upgraded on the Sun's injury report oh, today. Oh, he's up to questionable. Still that, just questionable. Still but just questionable. Sean said there's a lot of optimism he's going to play tomorrow. Yeah, because they play the Lakers after that, and I think he wants to get a workout in before he plays the actual Lakers right here. That's just my opinion. Don't need a workout to beat the Lakers so far, it looks like. Oh, that feels good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, got to find those little joys where, where you still can, Dave. The little things. God, I can't wait to watch the Lakers miss the playoffs. Oh man, it's fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, like I think that's what's good about this is I think we're going to find out early if it's him being off the bench, if that's what it was, if that's the confidence, if this is where he's comfortable at, because mm -hmm. those challenges from those better teams are coming and they're coming very, very soon. Uh, tease vids in the comments chiming in saying he's worried that when Pat's out there with the starters, he's too timid because it is a get your own shots kind of offense. And mm. I, I, I mean, I think that that is accurate with yeah. what we've seen so far. Yeah. So much for changing this offense. It is very much so in a lot of ways, the same get yeah. your own shots offense we've seen for the last two years. <laughs> uh, TV vids continuing saying could be when Pat's going against second unit guys, he feels more confident. Um, but who knows? M maybe that's part of it. Um, 
Mark K, if everyone has to move in order for Pat to feel comfortable, then that's good for Pat, but really bad for the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> um, and and the, the confidence thing as far as getting shots up and knocking down those shots, I, for all of the things we've heard Pat say about what he wants his NBA career to be, yes. I'm sorry, you, you have to have more confidence regardless of whether or not you're starting or coming off the bench. You just do. Yeah. Got to. Um, Agreed. With the 150 games started versus 28 games off the bench in his entire career, mm -hmm. I think that there's something interesting hidden in those numbers as well. So he plays more as a starter, 28 in minutes and change compared to 24 minutes and change, or not quite 24 minutes in his bench appearances. Points pretty pretty close together 9.7 as a starter 8.5 as a bench player okay. rebounds 1.2 more rebounds per game as a starter than a bench player more minutes right but in more minutes right <clears throat> roughly the same number of three-point attempts okay spanning all of his starts compared to all of his bench spots okay the percentage again is where i find it interesting as a starter in 150 nba games He's shooting 47% from the field, which, again, just reminds you how ridiculous that 26% was in his first five games. Again. 39% from three. Something ain't right. Pretty, pretty darn good. Yeah. 47 and 39 That's for a young player. Super respectable. Cool. Mm -hmm. Off the bench, it's even better. 49% <laughs> from the field, almost 50%, wow. and 43% from three. Wow. Yeah, something's clicking differently. So what is that telling us? That he feels like he's more comfortable on that bench. That's where he feels more comfortable, and then that's what it needs to be. But at the same time, those I still want those numbers to be increased. Well, yeah, I still, I still, even off the bench, I'm saying I still, I still need those numbers up. I, I don't need nine points. I need more than nine. I don't the three. Re, I need more rebounds than this. All right, I give me more rebounds, man. So those things. Would you like more percentage. than his season high of five? Yes, the other I night. would. That he got off the bench. I, I would like that. I would like more than five rebounds uh, from him. Now, again, he's out there with Drummond. <laughs> I get it. I get it. He's a black hole, but Drummond isn't. I mean, it's just like being out there with Vooch. Vooch is also a dude that also gets a lot of rebounds. Mm -hmm. So, what, you can't get any? Like, that's just not how that works. It's a ball. Go fight for it. Go get it. That's about effort. I've seen him do that more coming off the bench as far as the effort is concerned. I've actually seen him jump and try to take a rebound from someone, but then I've actually seen him have a rebound taken from him because you were the yeah. one who pointed that out. Mm -hmm. So we sat there and watched that, and we we're like, "No, <laughs> we need we need more strength from you, Patrick." So I'll, I'll say this: he's trending in the right direction as far as where I wanted him confidence wise, and it's reflecting in his numbers just from the attempts, just from how he's playing, and just from the actual eye test of watching him. It's reflective in that. So that's a good thing. I hope it continues because, again, these teams coming up are very, very serious teams before it's going to get worse against mm -hmm. these teams before it gets better. So you got a few more games to go against some tough-ass opponents, man. Uh, Shout-out to our guy Clem in the comments, French Bulls TV, who said, Pat's got the body to play physically and challenge every rebound. He just doesn't do it. And that's the infuri infuriating yeah. part. Uh, Fish chiming in that Kobe White out-rebounds Patrick Williams regularly yeah yeah regularly yeah that's a problem yeah. that is a motor thing or i don't know what's broken in pat's brain but that is a here thing because you see pat's frame and you're like that guy should not be struggling to grab four rebounds a night at all at all it shouldn't right, there's it should, nothing about that that makes sense it shouldn't look hard and it looks so hard for him to do that. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't be this way, dog, for, for the dude with that kind of athleticism and that kind of size. And, and those hands. We talk about those hands all the time. It's like, how, how do you struggle so much at having and holding a basketball? There, like so many like 50-50 rebound situations on either end, defensive yes. or, or offensive glass, where yeah. Pat is in the mix. Yeah. And you, you see him get his hands on the ball, and then suddenly he does not have the ball. And you're like, well, what, yeah. what happened? Yeah. What happened? What, what happened? What happened? Uh, we've got to take one more break. Then we will come back to continue this conversation about Patrick Williams because um, contract year. Oh, contract year, and we're talking about this kind of stuff. Oh, we're going to numbers. Let's Yikes. do it. I like it. Uh, but before that, hit the thumbs up while Big Dave tells you about an awesome ticketing app. 
Joe, when you get a time, you get a chance. Can you tell me what time it is? Game time. Who? Mm. Oh, very aggressive. <laughs> when you get the time, I like that. Oh, man. Guys, you know what it is. You know what we talk about. Because you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all your sports, music, comedy, and theater nearest you with Keller. Last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. You can see the views from your seat, which is my favorite. The all in price show up, show your total up front so you know what you're getting. And get it without all those hidden fees. You know them other joints. Hidden fees is their jam. All right? Nah, nah. Not at game time. They don't no, roll no, like no. that. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 Shout out, Sarah. Shout game out time out hoops. Sarah. <laughs> game time hoops. I saw somebody put that in the chat, too. I think it was Sarah. Game time hoops. Oh, it was Sarah? I think it was Sarah. Oh, man. <laughs> game time hoops. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, tickets right up to the start of the event. And even an hour after it starts, ladies and gentlemen, it is the place, not the place, uh, the place to find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets to football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And with zone deals, you pick the section, game time will do the selecting. They will find you your seat. For an average of, get ready for it, 18% savings, ladies and gentlemen. And game time guarantee means you will always get the best price. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app. Create an account. Use the code CHGO. Get your pretty little self $20 off your first purchase terms. Apply. Again, create an account. Redeem that code CHGO. $20 off is what you will receive. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Cause my pack. What time is it? Good job. <laughs> that, was a, that was a freaky one. <laughs> I was like hanging on and waiting. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just waiting. I was, yeah. to, I was about to get a false start. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, today's CHO Bowl is also brought to you by our friends at the Goose Island Beer Company. Woo. Thank you, Joe. It's Chicago's beer and has been since 1988. Hooray! They've got their Oktoberfest. The Beer Hug family of Pale Ales, the 312 Weed Ale, the Full Pocket Pills. That's Dave's favorite. It is. They got the nice tall boy IPAs that I enjoy sipping on here at the office. It does. And the new collab this season, if you go to the Madhouse, come to the Madhouse with us uh, a week from Friday, and you can try it for yourself. It's the Goose Island Bull and Goose West Side Ale. Sipping on bull and goose. Laid back with my mind on the bulls and the bulls on my mind. Cry. Uh, <laughs> grab ultra fresh brewery exclusive beers at the Goose Island Brew House on Clyburn Ave in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in West Town. Mm-hmm. Goose Island Beer Company. It's Chicago's beer. It always makes me feel better yes, about my Chicago teams. Uh, also, all you can drink Goose Island beers at our CHO Bears tailgates. Thursday Night Football this week. Yeah. Let's go. I'm excited about that. And then there's a, a watch party that we're doing along with yep. our friends at Circa. Yep. Check it out. Going to be Somebody special showing up. Not going to say who, but I heard somebody special might be showing up. Just telling you. So y'all stay tuned for that. Big Dave, here's things. Third <laughs> um, things. I thinks. If you thinks. Uh, shout out to uh, one of our regulars, Para, who just popped up in the comments. Hey. Saying, improved play is interesting. I think you're responding to our, our headline for today about Patrick Williams' improved play. Mm-hmm. Definitely playing better, but at an acceptable level, question mark? I don't think so. So that's why we didn't say Patrick Williams' acceptable <laughs> yeah, level of play. Yeah, at all. Improved. We just said he's playing. Improved yeah. from hot trash. Hottest of trash. To slightly yeah. More room temperature, but still warm. Yeah. Trash. Trash on top. You know what I'm saying? Like just around the receptor, adjacent to the rim. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, to me, that is the bigger and more frightening question regarding this shift of Patrick Williams to the bench now. Okay. If we see and can collectively agree as Bulls fans who watch every night 
that Patrick looks like a better version of himself. Okay. And a more confident and comfortable version of himself. Uh-huh. Coming off the bench. Okay. I know some Bulls fans say, well, that's just because it means he's playing fewer minutes alongside high-usage players like Zach and Damar and Vooch and that starting five. Okay. Some, like our guy Mark, would say it has nothing to do with that. It just means that he doesn't have the balls to go do that shit as a starter. Okay. I think about the fact that this is a contract year for Patrick Williams. Uh Uh-oh. And we hear all these numbers getting thrown out. If a former fourth overall lottery pick is not comfortable in the starting lineup and can be the best possible version of himself Mm -hmm. in a complimentary role off the bench, Mm -hmm. how good can you feel as a Bulls fan keeping that guy around? Okay. Like genuine question. How can you feel good about keeping that guy around on a new contract, no less? Mm -hmm. For me... I look at it as what, where are you at your best? If you're at your best on the bench, okay. What are you providing to me at your best is the question I ask. And that's what is going to be answered going forward to where I can fully answer that question. Yeah. Because if you're providing me something really damn good off the bench, I have no problem with you continuing to be here. If it's still going to be nine points, three rebounds, that's a different topic. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'm. I'm. No. I won't be comfortable with that. It will become more of a trade piece then. After that, but if you can be a guy who is like, oh no, we got to be worried about him. Teams have to be game planning for you, even coming off the bench, or at least have to be concerned about you. Because right now they're really not. But if they have to start being that about you, then I'm more comfortable with you signing this contract and being here for those years and continuing to grow. Because again, he's. I know y'all ain't hearing it, but he is still pretty damn young. Um, but that's that's a great question, though, Matt. But that's honestly how I look at it. What do you provide to me when you're at your most comfortable? What are you looking at? What are you looking like when you're in the spot that you really want it to be? And again, I've mentioned Jay Cutler as the example for me for Patrick Williams before. <laughs> but that's what it is for me. When, not, when he got everything he needed and he was at his most comfortable, you still was – Average to below average QB. You know what I mean? Sometimes a little above average, but you you never really got here. That And then you were paid as the highest paid QB in the league to be here. And it still was just, nah, we're here. And I'm good right there. And so that's what you have to look at. And that's what I'm looking at with Patrick. The whole time we were sitting here talking about guys off the bench, I was hoping nobody brought up Ben Gordon. Because <laughs> I was going to skewer somebody if they brought up Ben Gordon. And let me let me deal with it now then since I'm thinking about it out loud. If people are saying Ben Gordon off the bench, well, he provided, you know, six man of the year off the bench. Well, please let's not forget Ben Gordon was also putting the starting lineup <laughs> for a couple years and was still dropping like 23 a game on cats mm-hmm. and dropping 40 on people. Let's not forget that Boston series. Think Ben was coming off the bench in that Boston series? He was not. Mm-hmm. He was starting. Right. He was that's what he was doing and balling out of control. So and there were many nights I would be screaming at the coach, why the hell isn't this dude starting? I can't stand you, Scott Skiles. So it was many nights of that. Vinny, you ain't my favorite either. But he was good when he was a starter as well, just as good as he was off the bench. With Patrick, it's different. You came in as the dude. We're like, no, we're starting you. Ben didn't come in like that. He came in and were like, well, we'll put you on the bench. We like mm-hmm. what we got here. Yeah. We don't like what we got here. You start. <laughs> you get in there and do it. Right. And it's been a regression from that. You know what I mean? So putting you here where you're at your most comfortable is at a bar that's really low right now. <laughs> just moving you to where you're most comfortable. So where we can see what you can do and what you can provide. So if it's, again, if it's nine points, that's not good enough. Then mm-hmm. people are going to be pissed like, my guy right here. But if you can give me more than that off this bench and do it consistently, consistently, and not just a game of 10 points and five rebounds because it's got to be more than that with the talent that you have. Right. It's got to be more than that. Then I'll be comfortable. I promise you. I, I will be cool in the game with Patrick Williams. And, and I think I see a lot of people in the comments saying similar things, which is basically like, look, if Pat is at his most confident and at his most useful – playing in a reserve role off the bench mm-hmm. and is happy to be paid like a guy who can come in and mm-hmm. give you some money minutes off the bench. Yeah. Then fine. Right, right, right. Um I Uh-oh. That 
That that that genuinely concerns me. Okay. I'm not saying I disagree with the people in the comments. I think that you're you're spot on. If you want to be a bench player, because that's all you think you can muster, and that's all you've shown that you can muster in this league, and you're happy being paid like a bench player, fine. We also know that the Bulls can overpay people to be here. It's true. It happened. I was sitting here, what, maybe a week ago, saying all these people who misinterpreted Zach Lowe's comment on his podcast need to chill out, the and Pat mil. never said $200 million. 200 mil, excuse me, yes. But what he was suggesting there was an annual average salary of upwards of $20 million. This is where I start to feel real dicey about someone who still is clinging on to the last little thread of my Patrick Williams stock saying, even if you're talking four or five years around a hundred million, somewhere between 20 and 25 million annually mm. for eight points and three rebounds off the bench. Mm. How could Bulls fans feel good about that? Mm. Genuinely, how can you feel good about that? Because mm -hmm. even as someone who is, as I said, holding his stock by a thread, Getting, you know, Patrick Williams, you know, launching a few threes a night and hitting a few threes a night at 43% on his way to nine points and three and a half rebounds for multiple more seasons. Mm -hmm. If there aren't further steps of development beyond this version of him that we see, who has once again been relegated to the bench after being an incumbent starter for no reason. Mm -hmm. No, then... I will flip sides and join those Bulls fans who are out there screaming, why the hell would you pay that guy $100 million? Absolutely right. And I'll be right there with you. Because <laughs> yeah, that's right. It would, be, it would not be logical to continue on that if this is all you're going to continue to give. And then say, and then want the money for it. And then be paid the money for it. Again, Jay Cutler. <laughs> be paid the money for it. And then continue to show... That, no, this is just what I am. Because, again, like Jay Cutler, when that happened, I got off the goddamn bandwagon. I was gone. I was done. I was like, I can't do it no more. All right? Can't defend it. It's the same thing in this situation, Matt. So, yeah, this is this is going to be key for him. This is really, really key for him. I hope he knows that. And I hope he starts, like, really taking that in. Because this is real serious money that we're talking right here. And it's a big difference between that serious money and some okay money. You can be comfortable either way because you're going to be a millionaire. All right. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to be a millionaire. millionaire. <laughs> what a trash song. It wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't great. But shout out to Travis and shout out to Bruno. I do like both of them as people. They're awesome. But I didn't know you rolled the with best. them. No, they were just good guys. Okay. Just, they, they tried. You know, they were like, he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Joe, you like that song? Oh, man. It's all right? Didn't mind it? I love right, when Big Dave right. agrees that something is trash. Yeah. I mean, it's trash. It's trash. It's just, I know. It's just very rare. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I like a lot. But, well, no, no, I'll take that back. I love a lot. <laughs> I love a lot. I don't like a lot. <laughs> I love a lot. I like Matt. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love Matt, but I like Matt. You know what I mean? I don't like everybody. Two for two. <laughs> Double dose. <laughs> Double dose. But yeah, man, like it's, it's going forward. It's, he's got a lot to prove. He still has a lot to man. prove. And it's wild that we're here just eight games in. You know what I mean? It feels like a roller coaster of, of, of emotions already for Patrick Williams. And we're eight games in, man. So, yeah. Let's keep going, though. Let's keep riding. Uh, I, I look, got my I mean, ticket. There is an also dark corner of my brain that's like, to, to just shut up the faction of the fan base that says, not to shut up, but just to appease is, okay. a, is a better word. To nice appease word. Nice word. The, the faction of the fan base that says it's because he's playing with DeMar and Zach and Booch. There is a part of me also, if this season continues to go the way it's going, a three and five kind of win pays. Uh -huh. Let's see it. Get rid of... All three of them. Oh, I like where this is at. Throw Pat in there. I like Bobby where this is Pat's at. usage to 30. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Just so we can see. Let's go. Uh, and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's see what happens. Why not? Honestly. I mean, um, yeah, and I'm sure if it would bring our guy Mark K all kinds of joy if that were 
to happen, and we saw more or less the same version of Pat. Oh my god! On a much worse, he would fly team. here immediately to Chicago just to dance on a lot of you all, and it would be fun to watch. I'm just saying uh, to to know for certain if it's the nature nurture thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it his inability to develop because he's not putting the work in and he doesn't care enough yeah. about being a more impactful player, or is it? the elements around him that are out of his control mm. that are hampering him. Yeah. There's a factor there that we don't have the answer to yet. We're going to find out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we are just about out of time. One last quick shout out to our friends at FOCO. Ooh. Get fitted out in the awesomest sports gear around. Awesome. Get everything you need for your tailgates this football season. You can find all of it at FOCO. That's F-O-C-O dot com. Check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below. For all non-presale items, using that promo code CHGO at checkout will get you 10% off your order. Mm. They also have an awesome variety of bobbleheads, as you can see there on our little icon. Is that, what is that, a Benny? They got they got to change that that last one on the left. Oh, that's that, that's a Tim Anderson bottle. Yeah, yeah they got to flip that one. Um, maybe, maybe those are on super sale right now. <laughs> on super sale, just like they for a while were still selling Felicio jerseys there on the go. Bulls team store website. Oh, we didn't even check the super chats, man. I saw one just came in from Larry. Oh. I believe that was our, our one and only of the day. Yes, Joe. Well, come on with uh, it. Larry Strickland saying, I'm sorry, F his feelings and confidence. Either ball like a man or take the remainder of your rookie contract and retire. Woo. Damn. All right, Larry. Larry pulling no punches. Larry don't like nothing. Um, <laughs> My man. Appreciate the super chat. Bold take. Uh, but honestly, that's starting, that's starting to feel how I feel about mm, that. Mm. Go out there and prove something. And if what you're proving to us in this small sample size is that you would rather – Tuck your tail between your legs and go play off the bench. I don't love that. Mm. And it upsets me. And it makes me way less enthused about the concept of keeping Patrick around on a new deal, regardless of what happens with this current big three and if they blow this team up. Mm. And and it's sad to say that about a former fourth overall draft pick. Mm-hmm. Crossing some lines here. Fortunately, man. though, Dalen's going to be on this 2525 list next year. Shout out. No, not next year. But he still got time. Daylon, let's go, baby. Keep playing. Just keep Give playing. Julian Phillips all the minutes. Well, yeah, play him too. Come on, Billy. Definitely play him for sure. He's got to play. He's good. Uh, thank you, Bruno. Yes, hit the like button before we get out of here. Uh, we are back tomorrow. Bulls, Suns at the Madhouse. Woo. That means our guy, Will the Goat, will be reporting from the United Center. He will join us for postgame. We will be here for pregame, 6.30 Central Time, 6.30 Chicago Time, for a 7 p.m. tip-off. Until then, follow our guy, Will Gottlieb, at Will underscore Gottlieb. Bulls have morning shoot-around tomorrow. He'll be there. Yes, he will. Big Dave is at BWL Sports. I'm Bulls <laughs> underscore Peck. Pound producer, Joey Spathis. He's at Joey Spathis. Joey Haircut. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Joey Sweatpants. <laughs> we will talk to you tomorrow for pregame. Until then, Bulls Nation, thanks for tuning in. Like. Subscribe. See Red be good. Peace. Come on, Pat. <laughs> we all silly like the mayor.